Resting my head back against the expensive leather, I looked out the window, watching the streets change and turn more urban as we headed deeper into New York City and toward, I assumed, Queens, where Brett usually conducted his business. I sighed inwardly and wondered why I dared to hope that things could be different. There was no way Brett would let me live. I knew too much about him. The things I knew could put him away for years, but I would never tell. I'd been offered a deal so many times when I was going down. Reduced sentence, a high-class juvie instead of the crap hole I was sent to, even a cushy little job when I was inside. But I never once considered turning state's evidence and standing against him. Never. About forty minutes later, we pulled up to the warehouse that I had spent so much time in as an adolescent. The place hadn't changed at all. My stomach clenched as I thought about what was probably going to happen to me inside. I just prayed that it would be quick and painless. Brett surely respected me that much, at least. Come on then, kid, let's go, Ed urged, climbing out of the car. The sounds of the angle grinders and welders from the warehouse chop shop were like familiar music to my ears. I'd spent way too many hours of my childhood here, learning how to remove serial and chassis numbers so that we could sell the cars that I stole to order. I was the best car thief in Brett's organization. People placed their orders, Brett found the cars, and I stole them. Easy. I'd never even come close to being caught. We didn't steal any old car, though. They had to be top-end. We didn't take anything worth less than a hundred thousand. Hey, kid. Long time no see, someone called. I glanced over to see Ray lifting his welding mask from his face. He was the one who taught me everything I knew about cars. I walked over and gave him an awkward hug while he patted my back affectionately. Hey, Ray. How's it going? I asked, discreetly eyeing the silver Porsche 911 on the ramp. Things are great. I have a daughter he answered proudly, pulling off one of his thick leather gloves and running a hand through his sweaty brown hair. No shit, really? Congrats. Thanks. We called her Tia. She's two, he gushed, grinning. I slapped him on the shoulder. He'd always taken care of me and would make an excellent father. That's awesome, man. Nice. Ray deserved to be happy. He was one of the best people I knew. Thanks. How you been? His eyes drifted over me slowly probably checking for any cuts or bruises. I shrugged. I'm good. I'm about to go see Brett. I'll talk to you later. Maybe we could grab a drink or something? Now that I was trying to go straight, I wanted nothing to do with anyone in this world anymore, but Ray was the exception. I thought of him as a big brother, and would love to keep in touch with him. Well, if I survived the next few minutes, which was highly doubtful. Absolutely. Here, I'll give you my number. Call me and we'll sort something out. You have a place to stay? You could come and stay with me and Samantha. She won't mind. You can meet Tia, he offered, already scribbling his number onto a scrap of paper and holding it out to me. I stuffed the number in my pocket as I spoke. It's okay, I've got a place. But thanks anyway. Kid, come on. You know boss doesn't like to wait, Ed called behind me. Sighing deeply, I gave Ray another man hug before following Ed. I felt like I was taking the long walk to my death. I thought about my life as I climbed the stairs, my eighteen short years of life. Wasted. A pile of shit. What was the point in even bothering? To be honest, for about fifteen of them I'd wished I was dead anyway, so maybe this outcome wasn't too bad after all. At least this way I wouldn't have to try to change. Changing would be hard, probably the hardest thing I would ever have to do. Maybe I should be grateful that I was about to bite it. I stopped outside the office door waiting as Ed knocked. Come in, 
Brett shouted to the door. The sound of his deep, husky voice made my shoulders stiffen. Ed smiled and twisted the handle. See you after, kid. We'll catch up, he said, opening the door and slapping me on the shoulder. Sure, Ed, whatever, I replied dismissively, rolling my eyes. Why he was bothering to act like he didn't know what was coming was beyond me. Holding my breath, I forced myself to remain calm. My eyes swept the large office. It was still done up exceptionally, just like I remembered. Brett's overly large antique oak desk still had pride of place in the center of the room. There were expensive vases and statues behind him, and even the houseplant on his desk looked exotic. Brett Reyes liked the best. He always had. Brett stood up from behind his desk, smiling warmly at me in his expensive gray tailored suit. Hey, kid, good to see you, he said, coming around the desk and engulfing me in a hug. Yeah, you too, I lied, trying to control.